Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Tracy Brobin and Michael Kiernan about their vow renewal at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at Ariel's. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they decided to have a vow renewal, how they chose their locations, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Tracy and Michael. Hi, Carrie. Hello. It's really uh, an honor for us to be here. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to have a vow renewal and to have it at Disney. Wow. Well, (laughs) first time I thought about having a vow renewal was probably about 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because we've been huge Disney fans since the 90s, I guess. When we first went to Disney World, we were 21, I guess. Around there. Around 21 years old. We had just gotten engaged. And so that would have been 1991, (laughs) a very long time ago. And I noticed that people were getting married at Disney World, but it just seemed to be like just a couple, you know, like one couple, not, they didn't seem to be having parties or guests or anything like that. And at the time, we got married in 1993, and I I just felt like it wasn't possible. You know, it, it didn't seem like it was a thing back then <laughs> to get married at Disney. And so when I first saw that people were doing vow renewals, it was probably around 2005, 2003. And <laughs> so going way back... We always wanted to do it. We we had tried to do it many, many times, but we had a lot of kids. We have four children and life and all the things that come with that. So we finally thought, okay, 25 is the magic number. And then more things got in the way. And then, of course, global pandemic, you know, because why not? <laughs> So it was like, okay, now, uh, you know, when, when are we going to do this? And then as soon as things started clearing up, we were like, we're, we're doing this. Cause I got, I had started saving up for it maybe about five years ago. And I, I was just like, we have to just do this now. And we're DVC members and we bring our kids to Disney. I mean, at least once a year, generally speaking, and it's become a really special place for us as a family. So that was how we decided. Well, in many ways, Disney was the place where our family came together in the busyness of life and where we recreated in common. And in some ways, our children grew up there. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, have been going to Disney since their earliest memories. And they have looked forward to a Disney vacation Sometimes every year, sometimes more than once a year, and sometimes maybe a year in between trips. But they've been there quite often, and it has a lot of uh, memories for us as a family. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. 
So then how did your friends and family react when they found out you were going to have a vow renewal at Disney? <laughs> well, we, we hemmed and hawed about this a lot because we really didn't know how people were going to take it. We were making a big deal about it and we were spending a lot of money and we were spending a lot of time planning it. And uh, we just weren't sure how that was going to be received because it was sort of like having another wedding, right? But uh, actually, uh, that went really well. Most people were really excited about it. One wonderful thing about having a vow renewal is that, you know, if somebody doesn't seem excited or gives you a hard time, just don't invite them. Like, it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like so awesome. You don't have to invite anybody you don't like. <laughs> you know, I mean, I had people who canceled on me because they were, you know, getting trees removed out of their yard. And, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I had people that one of my friends, I don't know how she, <laughs> she just, she made a comment about how everybody she knew had a vow renewal ended up divorced. And I was like, yep, we don't need to invite her. <laughs> really, <laughs> you know, but I mean, the people that did come, holy moly, they were really on board. I mean, it was, it was a really, really amazing, amazing event. In, in <laughs> some ways, we almost vetted our guests in a way. We, <laughs> yeah. we floated trial balloons to let them know that we were thinking about it and then assessed, as, assessed their reaction to see, you know, whether or not they would be interested. And what I mean by that is we understood that coming to Disney for our vow renewal would involve uh, expense, it would involve vacation time, it would be a disruption to their life. And so we didn't want people to come who felt obligated. Rather, we wanted people who were invested in what we were doing. And so by doing that, by screening people, so to speak, I think it actually had a very positive effect on the event itself because those people who were there wanted to be there and were not there out of obligation. Yeah, that's really true. A lot of the people we invited, we they were known Disney fans. Let's put it that way. I think the only person that we invited who wasn't a, a, a huge Disney fan was probably my mother. And she she had to come because she's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, but otherwise, these were pro-Disney people, I would say. Yes. So how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited about 34 people and 32 made, made the trip. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They were vetted is <laughs> <as well laughs> what, what it was. <laughs> That's great. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did. I am not sure that's absolutely necessary for the most part, but I don't know. At the time, we felt... I was trying really hard to get everybody at the boardwalk, which was where we were staying. But we did, we had the choices, you know, we had the boardwalk, we had Port Orleans French Quarter, and then we had Art of Animation. Yes, we had one guest who stayed there. And that was nice because it was, I think it was connected by the uh, Skyliner. And then the people that stayed at French Quarter, Port Orleans, they both, both of those families had cars. So it wasn't a problem that they weren't on the skyline. But in retrospect, I probably would have chosen Caribbean Beach because it was on the skyline. But, you know, 
it, it worked out because they both had cars. And then everybody else stayed at Boardwalk. But we did have one family who stayed at the Poly because they they were DVC members. It was fine. I mean, I was a little worried, you know, that I wasn't going to fill my room block. You know how that Mm-hmm. I, I find out all of this information from your book, by the way, which, by the way, anybody who has a Disney wedding doesn't get your book is you, you can't do it. You just have to get your book. That's it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I learned all about this from you, you know, that it's possible that if you don't fill the minimum number of rooms <laughs> that you could get charged, but that Disney rarely does that, that if they, if you don't fill it, they'll have you buy something else. But uh, we filled ours, so it was good. I think we, we chose the minimum number, though. But, you know, all of our friends who had DVC, all of their rooms counted, you know, towards our minimum. It didn't count towards our free room. But even the free room, we, we were able to make that. We, we ended up with one free night. Oh, that's great. And since you were staying DVC, did you just put it on one end of your trip or the other? Yeah, we we did uh we spent two nights in the Grand Floridian which was not in the DVC, right? It was the regular hotel afterwards. We did this crazy thing where we spent we stayed in three different locations. So <laughs> the first part of the week we were in Animal Kingdom and then we were three nights at the Boardwalk and then two nights at the Grand, but not in the DVC, the regular rooms. And one of those nights was comped because of our room block. And since we did our park shoot uh, a couple days after the the uh, vow renewal, that, that worked out nicely, too, because then we were at the Grand, you know, staying there. The room block people were awesome. They were really, really good with my guests. Oh, that's great to hear. How did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day? Did you pick your actual anniversary for your vow renewal? No, <laughs> no. Our actual anniversary is July 24th. <laughs> and there was no way in hell we were going to have a vow renewal in, in Florida in July. Because I, I, we've gone to Florida plenty of times in the summer and that wasn't happening. So believe it or not, I got online and looked to see when sunset would be, <laughs> how much precipitation Florida gets at every, any given time of year and what what the average temperatures are and that's how <laughs> that's how I chose what time of the year <laughs> to do it so October 1 <laughs> because of that because it's a low time of precipitation the the temperatures are are nice and in the middle not too hot not too cold and we did this a week before daylight savings so we still had the long days so that was how I chose that. And the, the day of the week was just a function of what was cheapest, you know, for, for the minimums. But to be quite honest, I'm not sure that was necessary because, you know, I, I totally went over the minimums on everything. So it was, I don't know if I really needed to pick a Wednesday, but, but we picked a Wednesday because the minimums were better. And the time of day was the same. It was um, based on the minimums. All I would say about that, uh, just for your listeners, if, if it's helpful, is we had our ceremony at noon. And I thought that would give me plenty of time in the morning to get ready. <laughs> but what ended up happening was we ended up 
Stacy showed up for the hair and makeup at like three thirty in the morning because we had to be ready for pictures at like eight o'clock and downstairs by nine nine thirty. So it was the timeline was it was a little strained, but you know that's okay. It, it worked out. <laughs> so then, how did you guys choose your ceremony and reception venues? The ceremony initially, we were thinking. Well, Wilderness Lodge is our home resort, and we love it there, but they no longer do weddings there. I think it's because the pool was too close to Sunset Point, which were where they used to do them. So we were debating whether to do maybe the gazebo at Boardwalk or maybe out, you know, like an outdoor ceremony in Canada, but the Canada ceremonies have to be really, really early in the morning. And I just didn't want to do that. So we kind of like went to different venues just to look at them. And I mean, we had, I had always loved the wedding pavilion. And when we went there to see it, I was just like, it's just amazing. And I, I can't not do, (laughs) we have to have the wedding pavilion. I don't think there was ever any doubt it was going to be the wedding pavilion. I was like debating in my head, but really it was going to be the wedding pavilion. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful in there. And uh, oh, with aerials. Yeah, that was a little more tricky. What I really wanted initially was the American Rotunda at, in Epcot. But unfortunately, there's like an 85 person minimum and there was no way I was going to make those minimums. So when we looked at some different venues, I just felt like Ariel's was, it's just so sweet. And they have that really cool dance floor. And I knew at that point that I wanted dancing and that I wanted to have a DJ. And so it ended up being Ariel's, but we did look at some other places. We looked at the attic and we ended up choosing the attic for our farewell brunch. But the attic, you know, you can't have dancing and a DJ there. So that's what nixed it for us as an actual reception site for the vow renewal. And then the other options were living seas. If we couldn't have had aerials, we probably would have gone for the living seas. And then for our welcome party, we always wanted to do a fireworks party at Epcot and we chose the UK because it came so highly recommended by you. So it was it was absolutely amazing. I was one of the great location. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, everyone everyone had a great time that night. Yep, it was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Now, did you guys use any outside vendors for your event? You can't use a whole lot of outside vendors with aerials. So really, for us, the the main vendor we had to have which was absolutely not negotiable, was the roots. Again, because of you. (laughs) um, Because I absolutely adore your photos. And I started following them years ago. And we actually did a, a, like a family shoot when my daughter graduated from college at the Grand Floridian with Nate. And love the pictures from that. And we used those pictures for our vow renewal website. And what I did with, with Nate was I said, okay, you know, I I'm calling you first, you tell me what's your schedule and I will work around it. And actually in retrospect, now that I'm thinking about it, one of the reasons we chose that Wednesday was because 
Nate had a wedding the day before. So I, I chose that Wednesday because he was available the Wednesday (laughs) and I had to have him. I had to. (laughs) So that's the one decision I'll never regret. I mean, they're just amazing. Otherwise it was Stacy and her team for the hair and makeup because you can't get that through Disney and she's phenomenal. The other vendors I got through Disney, although they were tremendous, and that was Cinemedia, Steve Graham and his group, phenomenal. Our videos are just, I think they're just amazing. Crying and laughing at the same time. That's that's how it is, watching them. And it's not just our family either. I had my whole office staff watching them the other day, and they they were just mesmerized. It was really funny because a lot of them hadn't been there and they, that they really thought the videos were amazing. Then we had Michael Vu. He did our park shoot and our welcome party. He's fantastic. I, I can't recommend him highly enough. He's got a lot of little tricks too for the park shoots and create a lot of creative ideas that I, I, I don't think I've seen from, you know, a lot of the Disney photographers. So highly recommend him. And then our DJ, Steve Dunlap, that guy was unbelievable. When I tell you he had everyone dancing. I mean, there was like 30 people. It wasn't a big group. Okay. (laughs) And I mean, we had the most fantastic time with him. I mean, he had us doing the Vogue dance where everybody walks the catwalk. He had us doing lip sync contests, which were just hysterical. He had us every time it seemed like some, like people might be getting bored of a song. He would switch the song, you know, and he would, he would do like big groups of songs, like from different decades, from like the seventies, the eighties, the nineties. I mean, it was, he was just amazing. And I, I'm so happy we got him. We got really lucky. I thought we were lucky with all the people that you just mentioned. In particular, I was very pleased with Nate and his wife. I had a really good connection and flow with them, and I felt perfectly comfortable with them at any given time. And the pictures, I think, reflect that the family felt that way as well. Mm -hmm. The videography, I think, is really special in that it's a, a permanent record which transports you back to the event, you know, all these months later. We just received it recently, so... It was about a six-month turnaround or so, and watching the video, the short story, and then the extended coverage of the reception and the ceremony really just brought the event back, and it put me in connection with the feelings I had in those moments, so I'm very happy that we have that. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the DJ, he was very, very good. I had concerns going into this that given the time of day, given that it was midweek, And given that we had a relatively small group, I was concerned that the dancing would be a big flop and it was anything but. Uh, It was it was constant and ongoing. And really, it was the main focus of the reception, which is essentially what any wedding type event should be. The, the, The reception is dancing and everyone having a good time and. And that's what happened. And so I was very grateful that, uh, Tracy, through your podcast and research, were able to identify all these people because they were the perfect fit for us. That's wonderful. How did you guys choose someone to officiate your vow renewal? We are practicing Catholics. And 
that was actually one of the other reasons why we did not get married at Disney World when we originally got married <laughs> was, you know, you can't get married on Disney property in a Catholic ceremony. But since we're already married, that wasn't a problem. So <laughs> we actually checked out the local church, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi in celebration. Yes, in celebration. And there's uh, the pastor of that church is a wonderful man named Father Trout. And he's just a doll and really just the sweetest guy. And he officiated. And so we had our crucifix <laughs> on the uh, altar. That, well, it's not an altar, but the table there, the, the center table and um, that we had made, that, that we bought a crucifix that was made in um, Israel and Father Trout officiated. It was beautiful. It was a really beautiful ceremony and short, you know, because it wasn't a full mass, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I sort of took the lead on uh, coordinating with uh, Father Trout. One of the few things that I took the lead on. Uh, <laughs> Tracy was in charge of about 99.9% of everything else. You um, can tell I'm a little anal. But I, <laughs> but... I, I was able to handle that. And, um, and and they were very easy to work with at the parish. I, I essentially just had to connect with them initially by a phone call and then a couple of emails. I provided proof that we had in fact been married in the Catholic church because they, they wanted to know that. And so that we, they wouldn't get scammed into doing a, you know, a faux Catholic wedding. Right. So I provided proof for our, our wedding certificate that we had in fact been married uh, by a Catholic priest. And once that was in place, um, they just, you know, they put us in their book and I think perhaps a week or so before, we connected with them again just to exchange notes on what we wanted in the ceremony. They had like a template that we could work with, like you would expect. And uh, it, went, it went fine. Fantastic. Now, from your numerous catered events that you had, do you have any menu items that you would recommend or cake flavors? Sure. For the welcome party, we tried to do a, a haunted mansion theme to that party and because we really love the haunted mansion and i tried to kind of do a haunted mansion theme menu so we had the nacho grande bar which was a big hit again because you know you've t you've told me about that many times through your <laughs> various ways <laughs> of um reaching you know reaching us and um we also had beef empanadas with the cilantro cream sauce. And um, that was amazing. Those yeah. were amazing. That was a big hit. Yep. And we had one of our favorite desserts at Epcot is the Norway rice dream with the strawberries that they, it's like rice, rice pudding kind of that they have at Norway. And so we had that. And then we had zebra domes because everybody loves zebra domes. And then we had the, Mickey shaped macaroons, but the chef made for us Halloween themed macaroons. You know, they're decorated like pumpkins and mummies and um, spider webs and purple and orange. That was really neat. And um, I bought these Mickey ears on Etsy that uh, were um, Halloween themed. And I passed those out. So everybody got their Mickey ears that were Halloween themed. And then we also had Pog juice and we, we paid the extra money for those glow ice cubes, which made everything 
Glow, which was also very Haunted Mansion. <laughs> and we had the Haunted Mansion themed uh, linens and we had the votive candles with uh, red rose petals in them which all, you know, kind of added to the spooky theme. Well, I mean, you know, fun spooky theme <laughs> of the uh, welcome party. Yeah. The vow renewal itself, we had a lot of stuff that lots of people have recommended. You've probably heard this menu a million times, but for the cocktail hour, it was the cheeseburger spring rolls with the curry tomato cream, the petite lobster clubs with bacon, and then we had red pepper goat cheese and olive tapenade crostini. Those were very good. The The lobster clubs were good, but a little on the dry side. Um, but the cheeseburger spring rolls were just to die for. You know, you, you've heard it before. I'll say it again. They're to <laughs> die for. <laughs> and then for the... Um, reception we had the strawberry and field green salad and a vegetable medley the alaskan halibut with the lemon garlic roasted tomatoes it was very good yeah and the boneless beef short rib which that that is really their best thing i think and i had the canadian pretzel rolls because i grew up in canada and i love those <laughs> and we had for our cake well, cake is extremely important to me, just like it is you, Carrie. So <laughs> it's, it's extremely important to me. Um, so this is what we did. The bottom layer was the chocolate with the peanut butter mousse. Now, we did the peanut butter mousse. Now, I know you normally recommend the peanut butter buttercream, right? I don't know why we didn't go for that. But anyway, it was the, <laughs> the peanut butter mousse. That's your basic one. The The top one, we kind of went a little different. We got almond cake with dark chocolate hazelnut, and that was very good. And then we had a side sheet uh, so that we would have extra of the lavender with lemon curd and blueberries. They were all very good. Great. Can you tell me a little bit about the farewell brunch that you planned? Sure. So that was at the uh, at the attic. We did the Tallahassee breakfast buffet for that one. It was great. I mean, we had the scrambled eggs with chives and cheddar cheese and the Mickey waffles because my daughter loves Mickey waffles, so we had to have that. And um, bacon, sausage, hash browns. It was a, it was a lot of food. It was actually the day before my my middle son's birthday. So he was about to turn 19. So I had another cake for him <laughs> because I really like cake. <laughs> and, and also I love, I love uh, seeing what they can do. You know what I mean? With the cake, I had them do a six inch ratatouille themed cake um, that said, happy birthday, Matthew. And it came out, I kid you not in the shape of cheese. It was <laughs> a wedge of cheese <laughs> and you could not tell that it was cheese. It w yeah, I thought it was cheese, <laughs> you know, but it was cake and, um, it was really good. It was the, uh, churro cake with the churro filling. Right. That was really good. <laughs> and you know, you just, when you think you can eat more cake, you can, you actually can. <laughs> So, I mean, I could, <laughs> so it was really good. <laughs> The 
farewell brunch. That was a beautiful event as well. We really had a great time. And that was just the next morning at like 11 o'clock the next morning, 11 to 1. Sounds great. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the vow renewal day ran? It was early. <laughs> now, I I have to preface that by saying I am a a night person, okay? <laughs> I am not I'm not usually a big morning person. And so I thought having a noon ceremony was going to give me plenty of time um and I wouldn't have to get up at the crack of dawn, but I did have to get up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> so <laughs> and um I hadn't had a lot of sleep uh the night before, you know, just cuz we we had so much going on and the welcome party was the night before. So I think Stacy showed up at about three or four in the morning. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> and I had my, so I, I have four children. One, my oldest is 26 and he's, that's a boy. And then I have a 24 year old daughter and then I have a 19 year old son and a 16 year old son. And so Stacy was doing hair for me, my mother, two of my best friends and my daughter. And so that was, how many people is that? Five. So she, yeah, so she had to come at like four in the morning. So we were doing hair and makeup until about seven. And we made Michael get up and get us coffee because it was bad, you know. <laughs> we really needed coffee. <laughs> and poor Michael had to go <laughs> all the way over to... Uh, some bagel place on the other side of town. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, a, a point, a point about that. Um, just because I don't have to do makeup doesn't mean I have time in the morning to do it. <laughs> but he that, was... That, that was that was that's point number one. Point number two is if you think you're going to go off property, get coffee and bagels, and do it quickly, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it was about a ninety-minute foray uh, in the early morning hours. Um, and then I had to uh, get back, get ready myself, and then, of course, do things for my sons, like tie their ties and iron their shirts and so forth. <laughs> and meanwhile, the ladies were eating the bagels that I bought them, <laughs> and I'm ironing shirts. So that, that didn't seem entirely equ equitable, but nonetheless, that's what occurred. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> we didn't know. I didn't know he was ironing stuff. But then when I think about my youngest, I believe it. <laughs> He's... He can be a little bit scattered. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, so we were doing that from about four, four in the morning until about eight. <laughs> I think Nathan arrived around eight. That's when they did all the pre-ceremony pictures, you know, p taking pictures of the dress and stuff like that. I actually was, had a, I had debated whether, whether I should even do that. I mean, it was a vow renewal, so I didn't know if that was really necessary to do the first look and all of that thing. Um, because, you know, let's face it. I mean, I woke up next to Michael. I don't, you know, <laughs> he saw me, <laughs> you know. Um, however, I thought it might be nice. And I, and I think it was a good decision. Um, although I've heard a lot of brides uh, say that it was the highlight of their their day to do the first look. Um, I wouldn't say it was the highlight of my day, but it was nice. It was it was a nice thing to do. 
the first look was at 9.15. That was what it said in my BEO. So uh, first my daughter did a first look with her dad, and then um, then I did the fir- my first look with Michael, and that was really nice. And then we went to the boardwalk and took uh, family pictures from about 9.30 to 10.30. And then uh, we traveled to the Grand with our kids, just the four kids. And um, we took pictures at the Grand from about 11 to 11.30. And uh, then from about 11.30 to 12, we were trying to regroup, you know, so we went to that little vestibule, uh, you know, that getting ready room in the wedding pavilion, um, which uh, was lovely. And actually, um, I sang um, a song with my sons and a couple. It was a group of us. It was my my three sons and my one of my best friends and one of my son's best friends. Uh, we sang a piece together. And so we were kind of rehearsing in that room. Um, which the Disney entertainment people found quite interesting, which I thought was funny <laughs> because, you know, you would think something like that was commonplace, but I, my impression was that it was not commonplace. <laughs> um, so, uh, we, we did a little rehearsal and then, uh, the ceremony started at noon and my daughter, my daughter brought her grandfather up the aisle and then my my younger two sons brought their grandmother up the aisle and then our four kids processed and then we processed together down the aisle. So there was no giving away kind of thing because it was a vow renewal. That's kind of how we did it. And, uh, I think the ceremony was over about two, about 1220. It was probably about 20 minutes long. Then we did a group shot, uh, with everybody in the wedding pavilion. And then we did a bubble exit which was really fun. And then Michael and I took some um, pictures at Picture Point, and everybody else got on the bus or got in their cars to go to Ariel's. All the other people went to uh, the pre-reception, which was at Crescent Cove. And uh, it's so beautiful there, but it's really hot. It was hot. (laughs) It was too hot. (laughs) So that was from one to two. And um, we had a guitarist, and that was beautiful. He played beautifully. I don't know his name. He, I got him through Disney, and it was that was a, it was worth it. That was worth it. It was a nice touch. I thought really nice, and uh, having the food there on the beach, it was really cool. Uh, but it was too hot, and so what are you gonna do? But <laughs> it was a beautiful day, though. I don't think you could have gotten a better day than what we had. It was just gorgeous. Um, so we ended up uh, joining them at about 1.15 because we didn't want to miss our pre-reception. I know sometimes people do that. They end up taking pictures during their pre-reception. And I was like, no way. I paid for lobster. I'm eating the lobster. <laughs> and I did. I took a bunch of those little petite clubs and I took the lobster right out of it. <laughs> and I ate that. <laughs> yeah. And it was good. They were good. <laughs> they were good. And the cheeseburger spring rolls, which were awesome. So then um, the reception started at 2, and it went to 6. Yeah. And uh, there were some other 
I mean, we did lots of things during the reception. Like we had, so we did, you know, because it was a vow renewal, we didn't do things the same way, right? We did have a first dance, which was beautiful. Um, but then I, because I, you can't stop me from singing. I'm always singing. So I sang some more. <laughs> and we did some speeches. And uh, I sang a, uh, a song to my kids, which was um, a song basically making fun of them that a friend of mine wrote the it was actually I don't know if you know the movie Tangled but uh you know how the um mother knows best song <laughs> so a friend of mine rewrote the lyrics to that song and it it was called Mother Knows You and she wrote the lyrics based on what I told her about my kids and so uh it was like a, co- a comedic moment you know where I sang this song to them and uh, it was pretty it was funny I thought well I mean you know I thought it was funny <laughs> like my kids thought it was funny I thought they do. yeah <laughs> and um and then I sang a song to Michael I thought that went well it was it was yeah. very nice yeah and we ate and then we had the cake cutting and during the cake cutting that's when they brought out Mickey and Goofy so I that was probably somewhere around three thirty maybe yeah three thirty I think, and that was huge, that was really huge. If anybody's ever on the fence about getting characters, I would just say, it's not just um, you know we love the characters of course we've been going to Disney for so long, but I really felt like it brought the energy up of the whole reception like it just was i knew that it was worth it within five seconds of them walking into the room because it, it just supercharged the energy in the room yeah. i mean there was a there was a collective gasp because we, <laughs> we kept it as a surprise yes even to the kids yeah and no one uh, uh it was just yeah. such a huge hit and i know it's very expensive but I felt that it was worth it just in the first few moments that it occurred. So I, I would I would say if you can afford it and you're thinking you might want to do it and you're wondering whether or not it's worth it, uh, I would suggest that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. And then we did our family dance, and that was beautiful. We did a, a dance where I, Michael danced with my daughter and then I danced with my three sons uh, one after the other and then we kind of did like a group we just yeah this kind of like huddle thing that we do sometimes (laughs) a a huddle dance (laughs) so and that was really fun and all of it's captured in both uh picture and and uh, video video. Mm -hmm. yeah it's great that's wonderful so when you guys were planning what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget the the most important thing was the roots so um and so photography and videography and and frankly it's i mean okay everyone has said it but i'll just say it again that's what you have left so <laughs> you know it it really is uh important it's probably it's the most important thing do both of them yeah do both uh, we did not have a video uh for our wedding and uh but we did do it for the vow renewal, and uh, I, you know, I regret not having had done that for our wedding. Now, granted, when we got married, we were poor; like we were really poor, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I don't know, <laughs> but but I can tell you that um, that's probably that was definitely worth the money. 
and uh, food, of course, you know, people have to be happy with the food. Otherwise, it's just a no go. I agree. That's those, are, those were the leading points. Big things. Yeah. And then were there any aspects that were less important where you saved money or just your effort? I would say I saved money on doing certain things myself, but I put in so much effort that I'm not sure it was worth it. Was worth it. <laughs> well, one thing, I saved a, a ton of money on my gown because um, my friend designed it, and she's extremely talented, and uh, she, she owns that bridal store in Haddon Heights, New Jersey, called Simplicity, and... Uh, um, her name's Christine and she just, she's an amazing designer and she gave me a very nice discount on that dress. <laughs> I will say that. And that dress was just stunning. It was a stunner. I did a lot of things myself. Like I did menus and I did, uh, table numbers. Well, actually I did use somebody on the Facebook group to do the designs, Jennifer Lauren, she did my design. So she designed my my invitations and the table numbers uh, and the the uh, unplugged poster and then the uh, table chart. And uh, those were beautiful. Um, so I had those printed up myself. You know, she did the, the designs. and uh, but I did the menu cards myself. And I ordered a bunch of stuff from Etsy. Like I got place setting names from Etsy. I made personalized water bottles for everybody <laughs> um, with my Cricut machine. Boy, I, I really made use of that Cricut machine. I really wanted to get my money's worth out of that thing. I made T-shirts. I made welcome bags. I made my own Vow Renewal logo. <laughs> I... I just went haywire on that. So it was a lot of effort, but I did save money doing that, <laughs> you know. But, you know, we didn't do a whole lot in terms of decor. You know, I think we did do some things, but it wasn't over the top or anything. And so that's probably where we saved some money. But honestly, I feel like we didn't save a lot. <laughs> I really, <laughs> really, uh, that's the other great thing about a vow renewal. You know, you're not spending somebody else's money. You're spending yours. So if you overspend, well, hey, that, that's on you. It's on you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think there was much savings going on. Um, <laughs> oh, God. We, our, our, our approach was really, we were doing this and it was to mark a special event in our lives and that of our family. And we we have the good fortune to have a certain means that we could do something like this. And uh, we weren't shy about it. And uh, we we didn't cut corners. And, and yes, Tracy did a lot of the the uh, the crafty type things. But that was partly for her fun, too. It mm -hmm. wasn't really a focus of, of saving no. money yeah. uh, per se. Uh, but I don't regret any penny uh, that we spent. I thought everything was well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it wasn't cheap, but it was worth it to us. Yeah. That's wonderful. So what is each of your favorite memory of the Vow Renewal Day? Mine, hands down, is the family dance that we did. Um, we sort of have this, uh, well, I wouldn't, I guess it's a tradition. So we have two children who have left the home now, and then we have two that are still here 
And when we say goodbye to them, like when we bring them to college, you know, they're leaving the nest. Um, we do like a huddle, this huddle thing. <laughs> and it's sort of like just become this um, organic thing that our family does when we say goodbye to each other uh, for a special occasion or when we mark a special occasion. And we did um, we did that uh, kind of huddle dance with um, the Phil Collins song, uh, You'll Be In My Heart. And that song has special meaning for all of us because my, well, it's a very uh, important song to my daughter and her best friend who was also there. And it just speaks to us as the song about family. I mean, okay, all of us were bawling, that's for sure. <laughs> but I mean, it was amazing because I looked up and everybody was bawling and all of our guests started pouring onto the dance floor when uh, Steve invited them to also dance and they didn't dance either. We just all hugged each other. And I mean, it was crazy. It was like all this hugging and crying, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, it was like um, very, uh, I, I guess, you know, I mean, you know, the thing about it is 30 years of marriage, it's, it's a milestone and it means something. And, that our family has had our struggles and we've, we've come out of those struggles and we're going to have more struggles and we're going to come out of those struggles because we have each other and we have each other's back and our friends have our backs and we have their backs. And it's just, it's just a very, very beautiful moment. I, I wish everyone could have a moment like that in their life. Michael, what was your favorite moment? Was it getting bagels? No, no, no. that was not my favorite moment. <laughs> uh, it, would, it would be hard to uh, just point to one, although what Tracy described, I think, is certainly uh, in that uh, sort of collection of memories that are floating through my mind as we speak right now. You know, just sort of flashes from the, the ceremony or comments Father Trout made uh, during what I guess I would call a mini homily. Um, the uh, pictures at uh, Picture Point and just me and Tracy sort of interacting after the moment. It made me recall the, and this was kind of odd, it made me recall the feeling I had 30 years prior after we were married and we were in our limo going to our reception. There was this sort of relaxed feeling that I had then that I also had again after the ceremony for the um renewal, it was very similar, different in many ways, but similar in the sense that there was this almost like a relief and more of a relaxed feeling that things had gone well. And I just sort of connected those two events in my mind. And so that was interesting. And then, of course, uh, the moments at the reception that, that Tracy mentioned. Tracy did a beautiful song. Uh, for me, uh, I'm a big U2 fan, and she did a rendition of Every Breaking Wave, and it was it was quite nice and very moving. And then I, I think just in terms of the energy of the event, it, it was the entry of um, of Mickey and Goofy. It really electrified the room, and there was a collective gasp. It was it was noticeable, and uh, I I'll never forget. I looked over at my third child, Matthew. And again, we had not told anyone we had arranged for the characters to be there. And his mouth was like on the floor. You know, he was just, he was like stunned uh, that this had occurred. 
And it, it, uh, you, you sort of had to know his personality to know why that was significant. Yeah. But I mean, it was just sort of, I have that memory in my mind as I'm speaking to you right now. So it was just a very special day, as, as were the two other events that oh, were yes. the, the, the bookends, if you will, the, yeah. the welcome party at Epcot and then the and then the farewell brunch. It was just a, a really wonderful thing that we did, well worth every penny that we spent yeah. on it. And then to boot, uh, like we did with our honeymoon uh, 30, 30 years ago, we did a cruise, but this was a Disney cruise. And so we had the the week of the of the Varinol, and then we followed it up with a week on uh, the Disney Fantasy, which was uh, absolutely stunning. Yeah, it it really was, and and that's true with the uh, welcome party. We had a ride mix in uh, on Soren, which is one of our favorite rides, and uh, two of our friends, this one um, a couple that we're friends with, they they're DVC as well, and. When we started, we didn't tell anybody we were doing the ride mix in either. So that was a complete surprise. And so the the guide was taking us through the park. And of course, our friends knew this was not the exit to the park, right? Because they know Epcot very well. And my one friend was saying to me, where are we going? You know, and I'm like, well, we're going to go this way. And he goes, we don't have to go that way, this way. We can just go through international gateway. And I was like, well, we're not going to go through international gateway. We're going to go this way. And one of my sons comes up to, comes up to us and he says, are we going on something? You know? And I'm like, well, I don't know what you mean. He goes, well, you, we, we wouldn't be going this way if we weren't going on something. And I was like, we might be going on. And, and my friend lost it. He was like, are you serious? Are we going on something? Are we going on Soren? Like he was so excited. It was ridiculous. <laughs> he was like, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. <laughs> you know? And of course, as soon as we got back from the vow renewal, um, you know, the next time we contacted them, they were like, well, we need to talk to you about how you went about doing that vow renewal. Cause we may be doing that too. <laughs> Ooh, the only thing better than having a vow renewal is being a guest at a Disney vow renewal. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And when the characters came out, so awesome. I mean, and, and my one, my oldest came up to me at one point while everybody was all excited. And he said, boy, you just really did this up, didn't you? And I said, don't you know me? I'm never going to do it halfway. <laughs> never gonna do it halfway <laughs> you know <laughs> that's awesome so did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected there, there was one thing that was a bit of a snafu uh with the the welcome party at um at epcot we had i guess it was a, a lesson in 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 hurting cats meaning getting people to do and be where you want them to be and go where you want them to go is not always the easiest thing. So we had directed people to meet collectively in the boardwalk lobby. And then we would process as a group um, uh, to the Epcot entrance and then to UK Lockside. Um, but of course, it, other people had different ideas about what they wanted to do. So we had one couple who uh, were late and could not meet us at the uh, boardwalk uh, lobby and so said that they would meet us at the International Gateway. Now, unfortunately, they are not 
very familiar with Disney. And so when we had used lingo like that, that has meaning to us. To them, it didn't have much meaning. And so I think they put it into uh, Google Maps and they ended up going someplace else entirely. So <laughs> they, they were late. Um, yeah. And so where you have to go like from point A to point B, even where you've uh, provided specific direction, you've given them a welcome bag with written directions, you've everyone has your cell phone, uh, you have a daughter who's the head of corralling people, yeah. even that <laughs> is going to uh, lead yeah. to some circumstances where there's a lost sheep somewhere going off into the wilderness. Uh, yeah. But it, it, it happens, and it worked out fine. It's just it, um, it, was, it caused some scrambling here and there. I really, really worried about this issue because my mother has severe mobility issues. And I, I just got her a wheelchair. And uh, for the day of, I ended up using a service, I should have mentioned these people earlier, called Granny's Nannies. Fantastic organization. I would highly, highly recommend them. We uh, hired this private young lady to take care of my mom. <laughs> and um, she did a great job. And I believe her name was Kelly. So Granny's Nannies, highly recommend them. So what didn't go right as far as Disney is concerned? Uh, so there was a couple things. First thing was uh, not big deals, but just, you know, kind of annoying. My tablecloths didn't come in. I mean, you know, okay. It was kind of annoying, but it wasn't the end of the world. <laughs> um my tables still look nice. They just didn't look as nice as they would have had my <laughs> tablecloths come in. And then the other thing was the cake. I really wanted a lot of leftover cake. And I even put it in my BEO that I wanted big chunks of cake to go home with me. Because <laughs> I really love cake. <laughs> and I even bought these fancy Tupperware things that collapse that I could bring in my suitcase. <laughs> and so what they did was they gave me um, three big slabs of cake when they served it. And I, and of course I didn't have time to eat it. So I ate like one bite of each flavor because there were three flavors. And then when the event was over, we had cake boxes that apparently a lot of people took cake home, which is what I wanted. But then when I looked to see whether I got my cake, you know, that was supposed to be saved for me, um, they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think what happened was I thought somebody had put that those slabs into a Tupperware or something and I think they thought I was walking away and I didn't want it. I'm not sure. I was pretty upset about it, though, because, you know, I really wanted that cake. And I'm really hoping somebody else ate it and that it didn't get thrown out. <laughs> but, but um, <laughs> you know, that was a little it – was, it was kind of like partially Disney's fault but partially my fault because I didn't pay enough attention. But, you know – that was disappointing, I would say. <laughs> but other than that, uh, we had um, our day of coordinator was fantastic. Our regular coordinator was she was she was very nice. Um, I know while we were planning, uh, one of the big issues that we were kept hearing about was nobody answers you. You know, like you'll 
email them and email them and call and nobody answer. We didn't really have that experience. I would say since the pandemic, I mean, it seems like they've gotten caught up. I don't know. Now, granted, they're not going to answer you in like two hours. You know, it is going to take a day or so, <laughs> but, um, but they did answer us, you know, for the most part, I, I didn't feel like now, um, I know, a lot of people would would want to have like a lot of hand holding. There's not a lot of hand holding, okay? <laughs> you know, I, it's not going to be planned out a year in advance. You know, like they they have a schedule that they keep to, and that's the way it goes. But I haven't, I I can't complain about that. I, I felt like they were responsive. When you say, I mean, I agree. Yeah, we didn't. We had concerns uh, because of the. The, the things Tracy had heard, right. you know, in the year or two before. Yeah. But it didn't really end up being an issue at all. No, not for us. Yeah. That's wonderful. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I would have chosen a later time. I I really did not anticipate. It wasn't it wasn't anybody's fault that we had to be up at four thirty. Oh, and then the other thing, the park shoot they pushed that earlier as well. So like I, I had to be up again at three 30 in the morning, like a day, two days later. <laughs> but if I were to do it again, I would have just, I would have just, uh, had a later start. I would have to heck with the, uh, minimums and I would have just, um, done a later time, <laughs> but you know, that's, um, it's easy to say that again. I mean, I, you know, we were paying for this ourselves and we didn't have to worry about, anybody else being upset about needing to make minimums. So, but other than that, I would have done exactly the same thing. <laughs> I, I really did enjoy the park shoot, which we had two days at to the reception. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was stunned when Michael uh, Boo mentioned to me that um, often um, the brides just do that themselves. Um, hmm. I guess the notion is that, um, well, that's for her and so forth. And I and I thought to myself, oh, only a newlywed man could be so stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, uh, you have to go as the man. You know? So, uh, and by the way, it's a lot of fun, and it was one of the special memories that I have of the event. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then we went to uh, after we did our photo shoot, we went to um, the Poly at Ohana and had breakfast in our in our outfits and we got to do the characters again so it was like so cool (laughs) (laughs) that's a great tip do you guys have any other tips or advice for future disney couples maybe those who are considering a vow renewal we debated for so long about whether it was appropriate for us to do a vow renewal whether we were being um flamboyant, I don't know, somehow um, over the top with doing a vow renewal. And there's no doubt this vow renewal was over the top. (laughs) However, um, you know, the bottom line is just do it. If if that's what you want to do, just do it. Um, This will be a memory that that we'll have forever. We have video recordings of our children being interviewed about their lives growing up and how we, you know, how we were as parents and they're going to have those recordings for their children. And I just think it was just worth every penny for us. It was probably the best day of my life. Really. I would recommend uh, anyone who's considering uh, doing it, that they do it. For us, it was um, a special event. 
and it had impact on us not only as a couple but as a family and i think it was important that we took the time to mark this event and recognize it as the big deal that it actually is and uh, and i and i think with the photography and the videos and so forth that's something that can be passed forward i would love to see my grandparents talking on the day of their wedding I would love to see my parents talking on the day of their wedding and to have marked this event in this way. I mean, we've made a message moving forward in our family and then hopefully generations will actually look at it out of curiosity, I would, I would imagine. And they'll see uh, why these types of events are important. And if, if you're not going to live your life, who will, I guess is the point. And uh, I, I, I think um, you should do it. You know, marriage is hard work. The wedding is really cool, but marriage is hard work. And so you're making a statement that this was that this was worth all the work and that it's a beautiful thing. And I think marriage kind of gets a bad rap these days. And so any chance we can we can get to really um, really celebrate that uh it's not just for the couple, but for, you know, for us as a whole, as, as a group, as a people, as a village, you know. I thought it was particularly affirming for our children. I, I, I was surprised by how uh, affirming it was for them uh, because I had thought uh, that, you know, this was for us and that uh, my concerns about be, it being over the top, I thought, oh, well, is this going to look silly? Here we are. We're in our 50s. We're married 30 years. And we're having another wedding, so to speak. And and it didn't come across that way at all. And in, in particular, with the children, it didn't. I, I think they were moved. And uh, I think they saw a method to the madness of what, you know, marriage is, you know, what it's actually about. And I think they connected with that in a way that I don't think you normally would as a, as a kid living in a family or even as the couple, you know, going about your day. You have to take a step back and re reflect on these things and acknowledge that they are important things. And in doing that, you affirm the decisions that you make in your own life and you provide a, a rationale for moving forward. And I, so I, I do highly recommend that people do it and, and treat their life in an important way because it is important. And, that, and that's something that we kind of learned in the in the COVID era about, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't want to waste any more time anymore. Yes. That was a, that was a, oh. a statement I kept saying, you know, because with everything sort of crumbling around us and everyone law had lost someone. And of course, our we had all sorts of political controversies over the last couple of years, largely in, in relation to COVID. And it just seemed you know, very uh, appropriate that we take a step back from that madness and reflect on what is solid and what is real. And so I'm really happy we did this. And um, yeah, especially it, in the light of COVID, yeah. I thought that I'm, I'm a physician. So we've had a, a bad few years, you know, I mean, it's just been, <laughs> you know, really hard. And uh, I really felt like that, that this was the time to celebrate our life. And we lost people. Uh, everybody did, I think, whether it was to COVID itself or just to 
the circumstances surrounding it. And uh, this was really Lachayim, you know, it was a celebration of life and and love and the choice to love to love. That's wonderful. Well, Tracy and Michael, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, you're welcome, Carrie. I really, it's an honor to be on your show, really. Thank you. I, yeah. I, I was happy to be included. There's, there's no greater resource for anything Disney wedding than your book. And you, you got to get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>